happening guys it's gonna be abrupt it's gonna go just straight off bam it's all the way down um, I probably should have adjusted the uh, the uh, stereo up there a little bit better so it wasn't that abrupt you know going to, to off on that song but what can you do you know I mean you can only do what you can do dudes dudettes uh, comrades I don't know what the fuck to call you guys it's been a while it has been a while has it been since before Christmas, I think it might have been. I can't remember what the uh, what the day of the last episode is. Let's look it up. Um, I'm going to stop that song. That was Buck Cherry, by the way. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck is the name of that song. I like it. I dig it, and uh, I want more of it. You know. What was I looking up? I was looking up uh, when the last episode was. So the last episode was the Memphis Redux episode. And, uh, yeah, that was 13 days ago. So, 13 days ago I did an episode. And I liked it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good episode. I was coming home tonight. Uh, I was up at the Dog and Duck. I was watching, um, which I need to check the score on it. Actually, I think it's uh, just coming out of halftime. And I'm watching the, uh, the Eagles-Cowboys game. I'm an Eagles fan, by the way, guys, if you didn't know. If, uh, if that bothers you, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. God damn it, it's now 30 to 17 Cowboys, um, just a few minutes into the third quarter, but, uh, so, man, I did, I, I dug the last episode, uh, the Memphis Redux I thought was a very good episode, it really kind of showcased a little bit of what goes on on the river <laughs> as you're going down, you know, there's a lot of people that go down uh, every year, you know, 30 to 50 people, I guess that do the source to sea thing on the Mississippi River and I'm I'm sure there's tons of stories uh, and, you know what I've been uh, calling my stuff here is uh, Brian Dale's River Tales uh, catchy name that uh, Ben Banky came up with uh, one of the the owners and brewers and uh, managers and founders and whatever up there investors 
up there at Oak Road Brewing Company. I'll turn this off. I kind of, I don't know if you can hear that, uh, the heat just came on, but the past uh, 10 minutes or so I've, I've been doing some updates and trying to get everything linked together and uh, get all the stuff together for the show tonight and I, I tried to cool the trailer down a little bit. It's 50 something degrees outside maybe, 40s? It's 42 actually right now outside so I came into the trailer, it was pretty pretty balmy. Balmy, that's not the word, it's pretty, balmy would be hot right, like muggy and and hot, so it wasn't balmy at all, it was uh, frigid, maybe that's a better word. A little chilly when I came in, it's 42 degrees now, so I've been trying to get the trailer uh, warmed up a little bit. If you can hear this fan, I'm sorry, I did not plan on it coming on, I thought I had strategic, <laughs> strategically planned this thing out where that would cut off and uh, not come back on during this episode, but not a big deal, just a little fucking noise, right? Um, I flipped the switch down for it to cut off, so it should cut off here in just a moment. What is going on? I uh, hope everybody had a great uh, Christmas. I hope everybody had a great New Year. Not much uh, to speak of here. You know, I had a, a good Christmas here at the house, my parents' house. Had my uh, uncle come over, my uncle Will, uh, my, my two brothers, Kevin Brewers, they came over with their wives, Susan, Tanya. Uh, we had uh, both of my nieces, Kayla and Skylar. Of course, my parents, uh, the dogs, all that kind of stuff. Real small, um, not a big, you know, uh, spending Christmas this year. You know, a lot of times there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of presents opening and things going on and, and uh, money going back and forth. And it's just kind of silly to me, you know. But it was uh, short and sweet and to the point this year. We kind of did it a little earlier in the in the evening, afternoon, because my Uncle Will had to get back to, to Andrews. He had some eye surgery, some cataract surgery um, in the recent past and uh, was kind of unsure about driving in the dark. He hadn't driven in the dark since he's had those surgeries. So... It's about an hour and a half drive uh, back to Andrews from here, so he didn't want to get, uh, you know, all involved with that. So, yeah, pretty uneventful. And then we had uh, New Year's Eve. I was, what the hell was I doing? I was out and about, um, I think I was just at a restaurant, might have been a Dog and Duck or something. And um, where the hell was I? Dog and Duck. I might have been at Dog and Duck, just kind of having a couple of drinks and and eating one of their specials and kind of hanging out until they shut down. I think they shut down at 8 or 9 o'clock that night on New Year's Eve. I got a phone call from Mr. Gordon Peters. I had planned on just going back to the house, <clears throat> watching uh, the Dick Clark uh, special, which I used to watch You know, every single goddamn year. I watched uh, Dick Clark uh, rocking New Year's. And, of course, now you know Ryan Seacrest does the thing. Um, I miss Dick Clark so much. That was, uh, that was my tradition. Uh, mine, my wife's, my kids, um, every new year, if we didn't go out somewhere, which most likely we probably did not, we stayed in the house and just hung out with the kids and had a good time. And, uh, we usually watched, uh, Dick Clark and, and watched the ball drop, you know, it was a tradition. And, um, you know, I like traditions. Traditions are good. And I, I've had quite a few of them in my lifetime. 
uh, with with my wife and my family and uh, you know my my actual family growing up and uh, they're good. I mean, it's kind of good to get into a routine and do certain things you know the same way every single year and it's 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 nostalgic and it's fun and it's uh, repetitive and it's easy to get along with. It's I don't know, all those things, but <sighs> I don't know, it's kind of a hard topic to get into. I don't really want to get into it, but <clears throat> traditions are just kind of tough, you know. There are some traditions out there and some some uh, rituals that we do as a tribe, as a people, that uh, maybe don't need to be done anymore, that maybe are outdated, that are maybe no longer a good thing to get involved in, so... Uh, it's a toss-up, you know. There can be good things. There can be good. Um, <laughs> there can be good, good traditions, bad traditions, uh, traditions that have outlived their their uh, prime and maybe should be turned into to new things, you know. But I don't know. I don't know where that tangent came from, but it was good. So I left uh, Dog and Duck, and uh, Mr. Gordon Peters called me up, the elusive Gordon Peters, and said, "Hey, what are you doing? Uh, do you feel like having any beers and drinking and hanging out?" I said, yeah, we can go back to my trailer and uh, just kind of hang out there and, and whatever, have a couple drinks and, and ring in the new year. So that's what we did. We came back here to the trailer. Uh, Gordon had a nice uh, joint rolled up and uh, we smoked that, shared that together. And then I had, uh, let's see, one, two different bottles that I think we shared that night. I think we shared a... Uh, an Imperial uh, Barely Stout from Grand Strand Brewing Company over there in Myrtle Beach. Their first uh, Barrel Age release stout that they did as a brewery. And then we had um, an IPA that he had brought over. I can't remember the name of the IPA, but he had brought a cooler over you know, with a, few, a couple beers in there as well. So we had that, <clears throat> the IPA. And then we had another beer that Mr. Gordon had brought even more Jesus from Evil Twin Brewing Company. Drank that. Uh, you know, of course, you know, smoked a little bit here and there, whatever. No big deal. We were listening to some of the new uh, Neil Young album, The Barn, up here on the, the radio, and we just had kind of some music flowing and having a good time. Uh, Leia was not in here. I don't know where she was. I guess she was inside. Even more Jesus, we did that, and then we opened up a sour from New Groove Brewing Company, which is out of Boiling Springs, South Carolina, up near Spartanburg. And man, I tell you what, their sour game was on point. Their entire uh, process, uh, brewery, beers, lineup, is on point, really, up there at New Groove Brewing Company. So I would highly recommend that you check those guys out if you haven't been there. The, the space is fantastic. The crew was nice uh, and, and very uh, pleasant when I was there. Uh, the food was fantastic. Man, I had a, um, a, a crispy chicken breast. It still had the skin left on the damn chicken breast sandwich. Uh, fantastic. Oh, my God. It was such a good goddamn sandwich. The fries, uh, duck fat fries, were tremendous. All the beers I tasted were top-notch. Uh, the sours were probably the, 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 the star of the game. And I would just highly recommend those guys. So if you get a chance, go up there and check out New Groove Brewing Company. Uh, and Grand Strand, too. I mean, check those guys out. You know, what I found out was 
Grand Strand is uh, the brainchild of a couple people from Palmetto Brewing Company here in the Low Country. So they they broke free from Palmetto, went up, opened up the Grand Strand Brewing Company. Oh man, you want to talk about a good spot? That spot is phenomenal. Uh, very spacious, a lot of TVs, clean. Uh, you get to see all the all the uh, hardware they're they're brewing with. They've actually named their their vats the uh, the, the, the seven doors. So you got Snow White, uh, and then you got all the seven doors uh, vats going down. Uh, very cool kind of theme. Uh, I guess that's what they use year round. I mean that's what they've named them permanently. But uh, the beer was very good. Uh, the food was phenomenal as well. Had a had a smash burger there. Whew, man. I don't think I talked about that. Did I talk about those guys on, on, a, on a podcast after I left there? I don't think I did. I maybe uh, talked about visiting them, but uh, the beer was great. The people were fantastic. The spot, like I said, pristine. A very nice shot of a, a, a giant fountain. Uh, tremendous uh, play. Uh, a socializing area out front overlooking um, the street there. Uh, you're one block off of uh, beachfront, so they got it going on up there. Uh, you know, for a while there, New South Brewing Company was the only brewing company up around Myrtle Beach, but now they got the Grand Strand. I think there was another one up there that I, I didn't get a chance to go to, or maybe it wasn't open that particular day, but tremendous stuff going on uh, throughout South Carolina as far as the brewing scene goes. My plan was you know, I went up and saw uh, Mr. Scotty Oliver and uh, and Tommy Altair and some different people up there at Accent on Wine at Whitehall. I met Mr. Paul Pietrofesso and his wife, lovely wife uh, Deborah, up there. Uh, uh, Paul Pietrofesso from the Paul Stone Project, by the way. We all met up there and just had some libations and kind of celebrated uh, and cheers in the new year. We hadn't seen each other since the new year. So went up there, had some uh, libations. Had a good time, and what was I getting to there? Fuck, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't know what my point was there. I think I was just saying that we went up there and we had a good time at Accent on Wine, right? Oh, and then I told those guys. I said, "Man, I was speaking of the you know the state of South Carolina." I, I told Paul and, and Deborah. I didn't know what I was doing the rest of the weekend or, or the week in general because I might be going up to the upstate, up around Greenville, and uh, doing some camping up there. Well, the person, you know, uh, had this spot all picked out, great RV um, location that I thought was going to be fantastic. What's the name of it? I think I still got it here on my thing. Uh, no, I do not. Let's uh, we, we can find out though. It's up around Greenville. Well, let's type that. Let's type Greenville back in here. We'll go down to Greenville, South Carolina. We'll view in the list. So Ivy Acres Lodge and RV Park is where I was trying to get to. I called them. Uh, went to voicemail. The voicemail was full, so they couldn't accept any messages. The website said, "You know, we prefer you to call." There's no online booking that I could do. They said, we prefer you to call or email and talk to us directly about uh, deals and specials and, and rates and whatever. So I called a couple times, couldn't get through, couldn't leave a message. I emailed him yesterday and said, look, your voicemail's full, won't accept messages. I'm trying to, to book a spot for a few days. I was going to check in tomorrow, check out Wednesday. i got to come back for an appointment on Thursday here at the VA. 
or not the VA, it's a, a, um, a pain specialist actually for an epidural for my neck, shoulder area. So I couldn't get in touch with them, so I don't have a spot booked. So what's going to happen is tomorrow I will go over to Freehouse Brewing Company. It's another great place you should go if you haven't been there. They've done some fantastic, uh, great renovations on the back end of their, their brewery there. Uh, overlooks the Ashley River, uh, the marsh. Oh, man, you can't, you can't beat the views. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And they've done a lot of upgrades over there. Uh, Mr. Eric Barnett is going to be there tomorrow doing some, some live music. They're going to have a food truck, blah, blah, blah. Uh, of course, Eric is going to be doing his uh, Songs of the Unsung uh, showcase there at the end of the month. I think it's the 23rd or maybe it's on a Sunday. I think it is uh, standby one. It is the, the 23rd. Of January, the songs of the unsung uh, showcase up there. Uh, Mr. Scotty Oliver is going to be playing. I think Mr. Dan Riley. And man, I've I've, I've skated on the the third person again. I did this on the last episode, but doesn't matter. Just get there. You'll find out who all all, all the people are, all the players are, on the twenty third of uh, of January. But I'll be going up there tomorrow. I think it's from two to five. Uh, I think Paul and, and Deborah are maybe going to meet me out there as well. And, uh, yeah, just have a good time. So, live music. I love it. Can't get enough of it. Really, what I was doing tonight, uh, I'm going to take a sip of my, my drink here. I wasn't going to drink during the month of January, but you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to drink as much during the month of January, but I'm, I, I've had some drinks. I'm not going to lie. Um, what I'm drinking right now is some Virgil Cane from the Low Country. Um, Robber Baron Rye Whiskey. God damn it, I can't fucking talk tonight. So that's what we're drinking. I'll see if I can get it in the frame here. Virgil Cane, Robber Baron Rye Whiskey. And this is out of Low Country. This is out of, um, fuck. I don't even know where the fuck they're brewed. <sighs> let's go to there. Uh, let's go here. Let's get out of here. Let's go over to this tab here. This is Virgil Kane. This is what we're drinking. Robber Baron Rye Whiskey. Rewriting whiskey history one sip at a time. Putting taste above all else. This bold, flavored, yet always inviting creation has the spice of a high rye mash bill with a dash of sweetness Built on rich layers of spices and citrus, it's mellow, smooth, and well-balanced. It'll stand its ground mixed in craft cocktails and dyed in the wool rye drinkers love. God damn it, what does that say? And dyed in the wool rye drinkers <laughs> love it straight up. Finished with notes of sherry and pork cask. And I'm drinking it straight up. Well, I got it on, on, on Ice Cube, actually, on the rocks. So. On the nose, you're going to get some sorghum, some orange, some oats. On the taste, you'll get a little dry apricot, some ginger, some sherry, and then it'll finish with a little full mouth finish with vanilla notes and slight tannins. So these guys are out of, let's see if I can, if I can minimize this and go and find out, let's go to home, 
I don't fucking know, man. They're, they're, they're in the low country somewhere. God damn it. Contact us. Let's see what this is. Come on, would you go? Why is nothing working? But it's good. I like it. Solid. I like to support local. Somehow we got to my goddamn messages. What is going on here? I said contact and it went to my went to my email. I didn't mean contact and I wanted to find out if you give me an address. Uh, it just says North Charleston, South Carolina. Who knows? Why am I sitting here, you know, giving you so much time on this? So here's what we're gonna do. This is uh this is called the um this episode is going to be called the Jamaican Jerk episode. And what I'm going to do... Oh, there wasn't much left in there at all. Some tobacco. Some wacky tobacco. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a little... I'm going to give you another river tale. You know, another story. Um, <laughs> another story. So this is kind of like the Memphis Redux, right? Oh, Memphis Redux... So we had left, um, we're still in Minnesota, so this is, we're, we're going to a place called River, no, not Red, not River, Red, Red Wing, I think, it, it's the Red Wing Marina, and it's out of Minnesota. So a couple nights prior to that, or the night prior to that, no, a couple nights prior to that, I can't remember exactly where we were, well, we might have been in Minneapolis, you know, we were in Minneapolis, and the four of us, you know, there was four of us that started out on this trip, Mississippi River, Source to Sea. So we start out, you know, all four of us together, uh, me, Willie, Harry, and Eric. And naturally, we kind of split into a couple different groups. You know, there was uh, a couple faster people. That was Eric and, and Harry. Uh, they wanted to get up early. They wanted to get on the river. They were a little bit faster paddlers. They went first. Uh, Willie and I kind of bonded up together. We, we like to kind of take our time in the morning, kind of get our coffee going, kind of wake up, get away a little bit later in the morning and uh, take our time, you know, just take some pictures, relax, float a little bit, enjoy ourselves. Uh, you know, uh, it seemed like Eric and Harry were kind of bam, bam, bam. We got to get to the next spot. We got to get there. Go, go, go. And uh, Willie and I were just kind of like, eh, let's just uh, smell the roses a little bit, you know, kind of take our time, just kind of look around. So, you know, naturally, just two different tribes. Um, Harry and Eric would go up. We learned behind. We started having some conflicts here and there at some of the campsites, and we'd, uh, you know, get a little pissed off at each other. Or, Come on, hurry up. Or, you know, you guys slow down. Or, God, you didn't, get, you didn't even wait on us. Or, you didn't fucking, you, you guys need to catch up. You know, you guys are too, going too slow. You guys are going too fast. There was just conflict going back and forth. We had just different goals, uh, different ag agendas, different objectives. I guess you could say. So it kind of just kept building and building and building and building, and we kind of grew further and further and further and further apart. We ended up getting to Minneapolis. We're, we're doing a, a zero day in Minneapolis. We stayed, you know, two nights. Uh, we were put up by the uh, VFW, I think, there in Minneapolis. They put us up the first night. The second night we stayed on our own uh, dollar. So... The morning after the first night we stayed that the VFW put us up, the, the next morning um, I get a text from, I think, Harry that says, hey, you know, just so you guys know, there's a shuttle that comes by at 
XYZ times and whatever. So Willie and I are like, okay, well let's 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 get on this next shuttle, uh, which we already knew about anyway. But let's get on this next shuttle. So we get on the next shuttle. We walk onto the shuttle. Harry and Eric are already on there. We we walk in, kind of give them just a little bit of a nod. Same thing back, you know, a little bit of a nod, maybe. <laughs> it was maybe a nod, both ways. I'm not even sure if it was even a nod. We come in, we sit down behind them on on the van, the shuttle. It's taking us to the to the Mall of America there in Minneapolis. We get to the Mall of America. The shuttle pulls up to the to the to the drop point to the drop zone. <clears throat> Harry and Eric exit first. We exit behind them. They don't even turn around, and look behind to to see what we're doing. They don't ask if we want to come be involved with them. On the same, uh, you know, the same vein, we don't ask if they want to, you know, we don't yell ahead and say, hey, guys, you want to come, you know, have lunch with us or walk around or do X, Y, Z together. So we just kind of, it was really like we didn't even know each other. Um, <laughs> so we both go into the Mall of America. We didn't see each other at any point during the, the entire visit there. You know, we stayed there two, three hours maybe. Uh, Willie and I went and got a massage and uh, went to the Wall Burgers and got a burger, uh, some stuff to eat. Uh, Willie wasn't drinking at that point, so, um, well, not at that point. He, he didn't drink the entire trip, you know, after, uh, you know, we, we shared pictures together at the beginning of the trip before we started. And then once we started, he went dry, and uh, I kind of lost my drinking buddy. But So anyway, we didn't, uh, you know, talk at all. <clears throat> I think we got up the next morning, and this is all, you know, I'm trying to remember all this stuff as I go along. I, I haven't written all this down and, and got it scripted out. I'm not reading it off the prompter. This is all just off the top of my head. So we wake up the next morning. Um, uh, you know, that was the second night. So the second night we wake up the next morning, we got to get up. We got our sponsor, picks us up, takes us back down to wherever our boats were, at a boat ramp, marina, whatever. I can't remember what the situation was at that particular point in Minnesota. So we, we get back to our boats. <clears throat> We go down, and I think, if I remember right, it was this very next day, or this, this day that I'm talking about, we, we woke up, we're going down, and Willie and I decided, all right, I think we've we've learned enough about navigation. Um, obviously, we're having some conflict between between these guys. Uh, Willie wanted to, to try and put in some more mileage. He had an agenda, which um, I think I've talked about maybe a couple times on the show, possibly. Maybe I'll do a whole show on on the uh, on the time crunch Willie uh, Namaker, but Willie had an agenda. He he wanted to start putting in more mileage and, and and getting further down the river. So it seemed like Eric and Harry were set on you know a certain amount of mileage per day, time per day, whatever. We wanted to get a little further down, so we decided, all right, it's time to split up. We've we've learned enough about navigation. We we know how to work these maps. We know how to work the. Uh, uh, Google Maps, we know how to uh, navigate, uh, we know how to find a campsite, we know how to set it up, we know how to do all the stuff. So we decided we're going to go on our own. We didn't tell Eric and Harry, we just said, fuck it. They didn't talk to us, they didn't say a goddamn word to us, that they're not interested in being part of this group or a group. So we decided we're going to break off, we're going to go do our own thing. So we find a point ahead of where our stopping point was supposed to be for that day. Harry was all the, you know, always the guy that set up our, our stopping point for the next uh, for the next day, campsite, whatever. So we we saw what that campsite was, and we said, well, we're going to go about 10 miles past that. I think it was 10 miles. I don't know. 
so we, we picked the park <laughs> a little bit ahead of them. So they pull off into a spot. We go through, and we actually go through the next lock, I think, um, to get to the next spot we're going to be at. So it's about, uh, we, we get blocked up at that lock, and it's probably a couple hours past uh, when we should have stopped with Eric and Harry. And those guys keep asking, you know, what's, what's going on? Did you miss the, did you miss the drop? Uh, where are you guys? Uh, they're all concerned about us, and we're kind of just ignoring them a little bit, trying not to let them know that uh, that we've broken from the group and that we're doing our own thing at this point. But that's what we did. So finally we told them, look, by the time we got up to where you guys were, we felt fresh, we felt good, we felt like we could do a few more miles, so we went ahead and, and went ahead, and they were all pissed off, you know, well, why didn't you tell us, and blah, blah, blah. So there was already, we already had some riffs, and then we, we, Willie and I created a, a, more of a riff between the between the four of us. We get up to, um, we get through the lock finally, about two and a half hour wait, I think, to get through that lock. Had some river magic at the lock. Uh, the, the boat captain there realized that we were going to be there for a while. and He had cooked some, some uh, mash or a... Um, some kind of thing for he and his crew, and the crew didn't want it because it had mushrooms in it or some bullshit like that. So the guy said, hey, I cooked all this stuff. My crew doesn't want to eat it. Would you guys uh, like to have some of this food? And we're like, hell yeah, bring some of that down. So he brought it down to us, uh, fed us a river magic there at our first lock. Not our first lock, first solo lock, you know, with the two of us. We ended up getting through that lock, and the, the state park that we were going to stay at is right on the other side of the, uh, the waterway there. I had called... The uh, the police officers there at, at the town, I can't remember what the name of the town was. Uh, there was a VFW there, as a matter of fact. We had called them, or I called them and said, uh, look, we're going to be coming in. Uh, we, we, you know, time has kind of gotten away from us by the time we get through this lock. But we got, we got held up with a barge. Uh, the sun's going to be going down. We don't really have time to find another camping spot. We'd like to be able to just to, to, to pitch our tents there at, the, at at your state park, if you wouldn't mind. I just want to give you a heads up and let you know, you know, not to come over there and, and kick us out or whatever. And the guy said, well, um, these are the park hours. You're not supposed to stay there, but we're not going to be coming around to check. Basically said, you're good to go. You know, we told him, look, we're, uh, you know, combat veterans, retired combat veterans. We're, we're paddling the entire Mississippi River. We don't really have a place to stay. Uh, we'd like to be able to stay at, at the park and we'll be gone at first light and we won't cause any trouble. So... They pretty much just told us, yeah, you can do that, but uh, but we're we're, we're not going to say yes. But uh, they gave us a nod, <clears throat> so we stay there. Uh, we pitch our tents. Again, Willie's not drinking, so I go into the VFW, have a few drinks, uh, watch some TV, whatever, some sports. Come back down, we sleep. We get up the next day, we go. Uh, we decide, you know, fuck. Eric and Harry had been texting back and forth with us, uh, you know, look, let's, let's talk this out. Let's get together. You know, we, 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 we should all stick together. Safety in numbers type thing. We need to finish this thing as a, as a group of four. So let's kind of work this out. So we said, okay, we'll meet you guys at the next, uh, at the next location. So the next location was, I believe, I asked Harry, and he, he told me he thinks this is what, it's, uh, what the location was, but the Red Wing Marina and Resort. RV resort, uh, they got, uh, you know, showers, they got bathrooms, um, really it wasn't a tent uh, camping area, it's more for RVs, but the, the guy allowed us to stay for free 
uh, just you know pitched up in the grass right there in, in the RV resort. So <clears throat> we get in. Uh, Harry and Eric are already there. Uh, Willie and I pull in. We gather all our stuff. We pull up into the into the grass. Uh, they got beer waiting for us already. Uh, one of the the um, permanent residents there, a retired Marine guy, I think, or maybe it was Army. You know, uh, uh, maybe um, a Vietnam era guy sitting there. He he offered Harry and Eric um, a big cooler full of beer and gave him a big um, tub full of uh, uh, peanuts. You know, dry roasted peanuts. So we pull in and, and Harry and Eric are, you know, come out to greet us and help us get our gear up there and, and offer us the beer and the peanuts and place to stay, you know, trying to be cordial and nice. And we appreciated that. You know, it was kind of like uh, they, they welcomed us, you know, back into the fold, even though we kind of tried to, to get away from the tribe the day before. So we get in there, uh, we get kind of settled, uh, we go in and get a shower and uh, get all cleaned up and then we decide we're going to go to this restaurant on the other side of the marina and uh, get something to eat and we're going to sit down and have a little powwow kind of have a little conversation a little little meeting and try and get back on track as far as the group is concerned so we do that we go we sit at a table outside it's a little restaurant it's owned by a bunch of uh, jamaicans and uh they got some really good food some beer draft beer and stuff so we order up a couple draft beers you know, Willie gets whatever he drinks. <clears throat> I think we all we all ordered burgers, I believe. I got the Jamaican jerk burger. Everybody else got whatever. The food was good. The beer was good. The conversation, we sat down. We talked it all out. Worked it out and said, hey, we need to communicate. I mean, that's the biggest problem. Because, you know, Harry and Eric thought the same thing about me and Willie that we thought about them when we were in Minneapolis getting off of that, that uh, bus, the shuttle. That, you know, fuck these guys. These guys didn't even say goddamn one, one, one word to us. And they were saying the same thing about us when they get off the bus. You know, these guys didn't say one goddamn word to us. So we were both saying the same thing. We were both thinking the same things. Uh, we both had the same uh, mindset going into this thing. But we just didn't communicate it and talk to each other. So we had a nice powwow there. Got everything all kind of squared away. We all felt good about it. We shook hands. We, we all uh, broke loose. <clears throat> Willie, Eric, and Harry said, man, we're going to go back and, and, and get uh, camp set up and just, they all had their, their stuff set up already. I did not set my stuff up. But they said, yeah, we're going to go back and, and kind of get settled in and, and get in our tents and maybe, you know, just kind of start chilling down. I said, well, this fucking restaurant right here, I'm, I'm going to sit here. The beer was cold. The food was good. I'm going to go actually into the inside of this restaurant and uh, sit at the bar Excuse me. I think there was a game on or something. There was there was something I wanted to watch. There was some TVs that I knew were going to be inside. It was getting a little chilly, as a matter of fact. So I went inside to the bar. I sat down. There was me at the bar. There was a couple people uh, to the left of me. There was nobody to the right. If I look across the bar on the other side, there was a open area. Uh, you know, restaurant area, uh, tables and things like that. There was a little, looked like a bachelorette party or something going on. A bunch of females, uh, five, six women over there, uh, all kind of dressed similarly and, and partying, having shots and whatever. Some music playing, the TVs are on, setting the scene here. I sit down at the bar, I ordered a couple more uh, or uh, another draft or whatever I was drinking, some kind of IPA local there from uh, Minnesota. 
Minneapolis area, I believe. So I get another drink. <clears throat> I'm sitting there just kind of chilling. I think I had two out front. This is maybe my third beer. Um, I've already had a shower. I'm all cleaned up. I'm, 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 I'm fresh. I'm looking good, you know, smelling good, <laughs> whatever. So I, I'm, I'm there. I'm at the bar. I'm at the long part of the bar. These, from behind me, uh, a door opens up, two uh, females come in, walk around, and they sit on this, uh, you know, side part of the bar. So, it's like an L. I'm on the long part of the L all by myself, watching TV here in front of me. There, uh, these two girls come and sit on the, on the bottom part of the L, at the bottom of the bar. They start talking to the bartender. Uh, the bartender, I think, was just the manager. He, he wasn't part uh, ownership or whatever. There was a guy behind me I was talking to at one point. I think he was from the kitchen, and uh, was bullshitting with that guy. Um, the uh, the bartender, very Jamaican, you know, hey man, what do you what are you drinking, man? You know, all those, you know, man, uh, Jamaican, you know, what you would think is the Jamaican uh, vernacular um, accent, whatever. So he's talking to me, we're having a good time. These girls start talking to the bartender, so they know the bartender. Uh, the one girl, very uh, Caribbean um, complexion, uh, Jamaican, I believe. I think she's part of the family. Well, I know that she's, uh, at the time, I think she's part of the family that owns the bar, the restaurant. Uh, she's got another uh, girlfriend with her that, uh, not, you know, the, the, the Caribbean style complexion, uh, more of a white, you know, European complexion or whatever. So both of them sit down, very, uh, very nice looking, uh, young, probably late 20s, mid 20s, eh, mid, -tw <laughs> mid 20s, late 20s, somewhere in that range. They both sit down. They're talking with the bartender like they know each other, you know, and they do, obviously. And then I I'm just sitting there. I, I got my headphone in. I got my phone there. I'm just kind of watching stuff and watching TV. Out the corner of my eye, I can see... That these two girls are kind of, you know, they're they're taking selfies with each other. They're kind of pulling their pulling their you know their their shirt down off of the shoulder a little bit. They're doing some stuff. They're fake kissing each other, and it's really very obvious that they're kind of putting on a show. They're kind of peacocking, I guess you could say. Uh, for me, at the other side of the bar, it's just us in there really. The the bachelorette party's still kind of on the other side of the bar there too, but it's really just kind of us secluded here. So they start kind of doing all this kind of showy stuff and, and showing some skin and and uh, <laughs> kind of flirting with each other. And then I think one of them, uh, the Caribbean style uh, Jamaican girl, says something to me. I can't remember what she says. Uh, it's something as simple as, you know, how's your night going or how are you or what's going on or... I can't remember what the exact words were, but I just kind of looked over and said, ah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good and I'm definitely doing pretty good now. You know, kind of flirting a little bit. She was uh, kind of asking, whatever. So we kind of start flirting back and forth. <laughs> and uh, the other girl chimes in and said, what are you doing up here? And I, I explained to him, I'm, I'm paddling the Mississippi River, staying here for the night. You know, we got some tents out front. Uh, I haven't set mine up yet. I just came in. Uh, we, we had a little uh, late dinner here at the, at the, outside at the restaurant. Now I'm, I'm kind of in here just kind of closing out the night. And they both said, well, do you want to close out the night in a little bit? better way you want to come back to our place and, and close out the night even even more with a few more drinks and uh you know maybe a little something else and i said well i don't see why not <laughs> I, don't see, 
I don't see why not. Let's, uh, yeah, let's do that. So I closed out my tab. Actually, we sat there and had one more drink. So I had two drinks at the bar, had two drinks outside. So I'm on four drinks. They were drinking uh, some kind of mixed drinks. I don't even know what they were drinking. They, they, they definitely weren't drinking beer. So I finally closed up my tab. They closed out their tab. We walk out this back door. Um, if if you walked in to this bar, right, if you walked in, to the right side is where we were, where our camp was and the RV park was uh, that we were staying in there off of the marina. If you went out that back door, if you went out around the other side of the building to the left side, that's where they were. So we went out this back door on the left side of the building. God damn it. I guess it's the right side if you're facing the water. Depends on which, which way you're facing, whether it's left, right, center. Who gives a fuck, right? We go out this back door back behind me that they came in. We go out. We go down to this fucking trailer. It's a travel trailer, but it's it's got to be at least a 40-something foot travel trailer. I mean, it's got three slide outs, one on one side, two on the other. We walk in. Nobody in there. It's their trailer. They basically live here on this marina until they shut down for the season. Uh, we go in, and uh, they got some some more uh, <laughs> some more rum here. They got coconut rum. They got dark rum. They got white rum. They got any kind of rum you can imagine. They got some Sprite. They got some Coke, uh, Coca-Cola. And uh, we start mixing a couple more drinks. Next thing you know, we're on the couch, the dinette couch there at the uh, uh, the one slide out. We sit down, start drinking some drinks. Next thing you know... Push comes to shove, <laughs> one thing leads to another, and all three of us are kind of entwined, and we're kind of making out, kissing each other, and they're kissing each other, and I'm kissing each one of them, and um, yeah, we have a nice time for the evening. So this is probably we probably left the bar at like 10 p.m. Uh, we're back at the at, at their bungalow uh, travel trailer at probably 11 p.m. Uh, about 2 a.m. in the morning, all things said and done, uh, we're done. We had a good time. <laughs> Basically, we had a threesome. Let's put it that way. And that's why I'm calling this the Jamaican Jerk episode. I mean, there was some jerking. There was some uh, some jerking, some twisting, some, some flicking, some licking, some kissing, some uh, bouncing, a little bit of everything going on. So, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling these stories. Uh, the last one, and of course this one, but and maybe there's more stories to come. But I figured, why the fuck not? You know, at one point I was saying there's some people that I really don't want to know that maybe there was some stuff going on in the river. But who gives a fuck, man? I'm retired. I'm single. I'll do what the fuck I want to do, man. I'll live my life and have a good time. So yeah, we had a good time. And about 2 p.m. in the morning, or 2 a.m. in the morning, I guess. Sayonara, I got to get out of here. I got to get the fuck out of here. We're going to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning. We're going to get up at 6 and be on the river by 7. I got to get back to my goddamn thing. I don't have my tent set up. So I get I get out. I break loose. I go across the uh, the restaurant uh, uh, back patio area there. I go over to the chain link fence. I go through the gate. I get over. I go into the uh, bathroom, use the restroom real quick. I come back out. And uh, now I gotta set my tent up. So it's 2:30 in the morning. I'm out there trying to set my tent up in the dark. Uh, I pull out my phone. I get into my bag and stuff. I get out my headlamp. I put my headlamp on. I get my light going. 
And uh, I, I'm setting my tent up in the middle of the goddamn night. So probably 3.30, 3.45-ish, I finally get everything set up and, and squared away, get all tucked into my tent, and, and I'm probably asleep by 4, back up in, in two hours. God damn it. Uh, get up, <laughs> tear everything back down, <laughs> go to the bathroom, make my coffee, whatever, and uh, yeah, get back out to the... Uh, to the slip there at the marina and get on our canoes, pack all our shit up, and we're back down the river again. So, Red Wing, Minnesota, was a uh, well, it wasn't the first um, instance I had on the river, but we were just coming, we were just coming up on getting out of Minnesota at that point, I think. But yeah, I had a little incident that happened a little further upriver that um, I really got to even think about it, trying to remember it, really, but and maybe I'll do a show about that one as well, but so yeah, this was uh, the first uh, kind of real real encounter I had on the river and probably the first time on the river wasn't the first time I drank on the river, but it was the first time I was really really hungover and not too excited about getting on the river the next day and probably, you know two and a half, three hours before I, I, I got into a groove and finally got uh, out of my hangover and drank enough electrolyte drinks and whatever, water, and uh, kind of shook myself loose a little bit <laughs> before I got back into to a good paddle and, and before I started feeling good. I think that, that might have been one of the days, actually, that I, was, I told Willie the entire trip, man, I don't feel good. I feel hungover. I feel, like, I feel seasick. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm not doing too well. You know, two and a half hours worth of really having to hear how how badly I fucking damaged myself the night before. But that wouldn't be the first time Willie had heard that. <laughs> and it wasn't the last, for sure. So. <laughs> oh, man. What a good time we had in, in Red Wing. And we, you know, and we figured things out for, for quite a while. Uh, things went off the rails eventually way further down the river uh, before we hit Memphis. But, um that talk that we had there at Red Wing really kind of kind of worked things out for for quite a while. So, just a, you know, note to self and a note to you guys that communication is the key, man. Whether it's a relationship, friendship, uh, team, work, whatever, you just have to communicate and talk with each other and, and, and work things out and not hold things inside and not hold grudges and not keep uh, keep things from each other. Just if you have a grievance, if you have a, a problem, if you have Something that uh, doesn't rub you the right way, fucking spit it out, man. Talk about it. Just bottling up inside of you and keeping it a secret and staying silent about things does nothing for anybody and just lets things fester. So that would be my advice is uh, let it out. So, all right. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. The Jamaican Jerk episode. Uh, maybe not as exciting as it is in my head when I when I think about these things to to talk about on the show, but I thought it was a good story. So there you go. There's more river tales from the source to sea that we did with warrior expeditions here over the summer and into the fall. All right. Well, with that said, we are 47, 48 minutes into this thing. I am going to bow out. I'm going to check and see what the score on the Eagles game is, see if they're winning. And 
talk to you guys soon. Love you. Be good to each other. Get your vaccine. Peace.